Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The T20 World Cup uh, semi-finals kick off tonight. What a game. You've got Pakistan taking on the Kiwis. The Kiwis, as you know, Badge, were my pre-tournament favourites. How well, you were they... death-riding Australia, so you <laughs> oh, had mate. to go with our nearest neighbours. Listen, I have to tell that to our guest who's on the phone. He doesn't need to know all our dirty laundry. Ian Smith, <laughs> New Zealand cricketing great. I've done a wonderful job as part of the commentary team on KO for, for the ICC. And, of course, on SENZ in mornings, he does our morning show for us as well. Smithy, welcome to Sports Day. Hey, guys, absolute pleasure to talk to you. It's, it's, uh, I can tell you, just an update, it's a magnificent night here. Uh, Sydney, I've just arrived at the ground. It's looking fantastic, actually. So I uh, can't wait, to be honest. Um, kick off not far away. Yeah, not not far off. Um, I bet there's a real buzz around there from uh, fans of both both teams. Yeah, well, outside the ground, uh, more Pakistan fans than New Zealand fans. I've got to admit, our guys are a little bit more laid back. Uh, we don't have quite the same fanaticism that... Uh, the Pakistani fans will bring tonight, but um, we'll just have to deliver on the park and uh, do it our way, I think. Hey, Smithy, Badge and I were talking before uh, having a chat with you. We we can't split New Zealand and Pakistan. Is it the same view from you? Well, the way I read it is I think going into this game, I think we're playing a better all-round brand of cricket. I'll, I'll say that. I think we've been more consistent throughout the tournament. Pakistan, uh, one or two of their players have yet to find their best, and I'm talking really about uh, Barbara Azam at the top of the order, their captain, who's, who just hasn't found his best stroke play yet, and Mohamed Rizwan. Now, that makes them a little bit top-heavy, and if they don't fire, that gives New Zealand, uh, I think, quite a significant advantage. Having said that, uh, this is a big occasion. This is a massive occasion, and in the past, our record against um, Pakistan and games of this nature has not been good, so... Oh, look, it's pretty hard to pick. Um, I'm, I'm, just, I'm leaning towards us, and I don't often do that in these big ones. So I'm leaning towards us, but I just kind of feel we've, we've, got, uh, we've got the game where we want it at the moment. Ian, there's, there was, we look back on, back on Australia's performances, and the general consensus mm. was there's something missing. There was, the spark was missing. It was just some, some sort of connection that the great teams have, and I'm sure you played in plenty of those. It looks to me like New Zealand's got that. They are playing for each other every time they go out there. Yeah, they are. You know, and they've been doing that for quite some time, fellas, to be fair. I mean, uh, if they can make this through to the uh, the final, that'll be their, I think, fourth or fifth out of the last six World Cups that they've, they have made that the, to this stage. So it's, it's not just a fluke. Uh, there's a good feeling. The team is well led by, uh, you know, a, a Kane Williamson, who's a bloke who He's not outspoken. He's not controversial to any great degree. Uh, he just gets the job done and expects those around him to do that. Uh, it's, it's very much the Williamson way. So uh, they just—they're a good blend. Um, and you know, the, there's a real, there's a real excitement about it. To be fair, looking on, would you would you agree with um, some 
some pundits looking on and saying it's it, New Zealand's got the edge as far as the batting goes and the bowlers are probably a little bit better uh, from Pakistan. or uh, maybe, maybe that's downplaying just how good the New Zealand bowlers have been, but is that kind of how it is? No, I think it's a fair assessment. I, I think uh, Pakistan bowling attack is quicker. It's more lively. Um, and, you know, they're, they're just a little bit more devastating in, in terms of, of, you know, out and out pace from, from our point of view. Our guys rely a little bit more on, on the pitch to offer a bit uh, or the atmosphere. So, so Saudi and Bolt are very good swing bowlers. Uh, they're very consistent line and length. So uh, I, I, other than that, I, I think it's a fair balance. I, I think you've probably read it right there, but um, I, I just the, the first few, the first four or five overs, the, the power play overs, when when either side are batting, I, I think will be the key to the match. If anyone gets away to a, a rip roaring start, if they can get the forty off four, or you know even fifty off fifty off six or something like, that, get themselves on the road without any wickets down or only one down at the most, mm. get themselves up a platform. I, I think it'll be good. Last the one thing that I, I can look back on fondly um, in this tournament as New Zealand have played at this ground twice on this on this particular block. Scored 200 against Australia batting first and then, of course, beat Sri Lanka when they had to as well. So uh, they've, got, they've got good recent memories of coming here. Uh, and the other thing about that is that, you know, they broke a, a little bit of a drought because we hadn't come to um, Australia and won a game of cricket of any nature for something like 13 years. Mm. So they got that off their back mm. uh, about two weeks ago, and I think they're better for that. Yeah, and the SCG probably very similar to uh, New Zealand conditions. Uh, Smithy, oh, I'm very b- close to Bondi too. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 I want to ask you about your thoughts on the Australian cricket team's performance. Um, do you see an issue there that 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 we're not seeing? I, I mean. I just, I, th- I think they lack that killer instinct. I think they lack discipline. Is how are you seeing them? Well, I only seen them in person once, right, and that was against New Zealand. And you know that night they were completely and utterly outplayed. And from that point on, was that their performance was so poor, they were chasing the game in terms of the run rate. So they were always sort of playing under a, a, an extra added pressure, not just the win lose factor. Um, and I'm not quite sure. I'm, I'm not quite sure. I, I saw. Uh, the Australian side that I expected to see. I don't, I don't think in terms of uh, their urgency, their desperation, I, I didn't see it. Uh, and I, I think, uh, you know, one side started to believe in it. I think what also happened is when New Zealand knocked them over so convincingly, other sides started to look at them in, in, in terms of being a little bit more vulnerable than we normally would expect Australia in Australia. And I don't think they reacted to that. They, mm. they, they were punched and they couldn't counter-punch. They, you know, they just didn't have a counter-punch yet. They have got counter-punches in that side. David Warner is a counter-puncher. Glenn Maxwell, uh, Mitch Marsh, they are game-winning guys, but they just did not seem to have the fire in the belly. Now, what you put that down to, I do not know. Uh, is it a change of leadership needed, a change of tactic? Uh, but they have to do it pretty good uh, and pretty quickly because, of course, your summer of cricket is just around the corner. Mm. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I think a lot of it was to do with that the, the confidence that just got smashed out of them by New Zealand in that first game, and I think mm. you're alluding to that. They didn't recover. Hey, can you give us a key play? If there's a player that's going to win tonight's crucial semi-final uh, from each team, who is it going to be? Okay, I think uh, for us, Glenn Phillips has been our player of the tournament. He, he batted beautifully. Oh, he's got 100 on this pitch, so I'm going to say Glenn Phillips coming in at number four will be a massive key for New Zealand. 
And uh, I, I also believe that the, the driving force of Pakistan with the batting will be Baba Azam. If he can find Baba Azam, the real Baba Azam, mm. uh, he will be a match winner as well. So Azam v Phillips for me. There you go. Hey, before I let you go, I've got to ask you this question. Out of all the minnow sides, I hate using that term, but the the, the second string teams, who who has impressed you the most? Is it Netherlands, Australia, Australia? Australia. <laughs> Who's impressed you the most? <laughs> Who's impressed you the most? <laughs> oh, look, I was I commentated that Netherlands game. Oh, you know, that was special. That was really really special. But I think across the board, I mean, Ireland are very competitive. You know, I think the more and more, and I understand they're going to increase the number of teams in the next T20 World Cup to 20 to make it even more global. So I really do think that um, the Netherlands, for me, that performance to knock over South Africa um, out of nowhere was mm. probably um, the, the one I have enjoyed the most. So I, I, I'd give it to them. I'd give it to them on that basis. They finished fourth in their group, for God's sake. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ian, we'll let you go. Uh, game gets underway in just under an hour at the SCG. Uh, New Zealand versus Pakistan, the first semi final. Good luck with your quarter tonight, mate, and thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Well, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Go well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6pm or 5pm Queensland time. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.